Happy 4th of July weekend. With us today is our in-house genius, Dr. Peter Michalos, uh, a genius in many, many aspects in, in medicine and history and so in science. Uh, Dr. Peter Michalos, what are you doing this 4th of July weekend? I'm singing happy birthday to America and God bless America, this wonderful, great country that we live in. And, uh, just appreciate our freedom and always remembering that freedom isn't free and thanking all our servicemen, law enforcement, and everyone else who keeps us safe every day. And uh, today we're going to talk about an interesting topic, and we're going to talk about how our technology sometimes doesn't catch up to our own biology. And what do I mean by that? So we're going to go back into history. We're going to start, for an example, in 1903, the Nobel Prize in Medicine was for UVC light, and everybody thought, oh, how great, it can kill bacterial infections, we're going to be able to kill skin infections. Before antibiotic, when someone had sepsis or an infection in their blood, they used to drain your blood out of a vein, put it in a jar, in a dark box, zap it with UVC, kill the infection, and put it back in another vein, and that was called extracorporeal UVC sanitization of the blood, which just means filtering the blood with UVC light, but years later, they found out that UVC causes skin cancer and squamous cell cancer and DNA damage and melanomas. So that's one example where the technology was ahead of our biology. The other example is when x-rays came out. Oh, how great. They used it to treat acne until they figured out it caused thyroid cancer. That's why you used to get, you still get that metal lead shield put around your neck when you're getting x-rays at the dentist's office sometimes or other x-rays. And then we move ahead again into the future, and we see that technology, for example, in the food industry. We've learned about some of the artificial sweeteners and how they cause dysbiosis. What's that? The, the intestinal gut gets confused because it has these fake sugars, and it doesn't know what to do with them, and it disrupts the whole immune system and gut system. And now there's an association with some of these artificial sweeteners with cancer, and they're going to start labeling additional ones now that potential car carcinogenic. So this is an example how our technology is ahead of our biology. We wanted food to last longer instead of having fresh food, so we started putting preservatives in food. Preservatives block bacteria from growing in the food so it doesn't rot, but guess what? Those same preservatives are also killing good bacteria in our intestine, and we now know 80% of our immune system is our intestine. Another example of how our food technology was way ahead of our biology, and we're learning more and more about the human body and how it functions. And then we also have a lot of unanswered questions, in my opinion, on things like electric cars. Sometimes we're moving ahead with the technology, and everyone wants to have these electric cars, but we don't have a grid that can handle it. We don't talk about the millions and millions of tons of water just to mine a little bit of cobalt and lithium in some of these mines around the world, and we're finding out that we're pumping water out of the earth to do all this mining to make electric batteries, and the recent interesting literature that the earth spins like one of those toy tops and pu punching these trillions of gallons of water out of the earth is causing a disruption in the way the earth spins in the axis and that can affect us in many ways because we depend on the way the earth spins and that's what creates the geomagnetic or magnetic force field like on star trek you have a force field around the ship we have a force field of a magnetic field around the earth that protects us from incoming solar radiation and we talked about on wabc 
that if you were born during a year where there's a lot of solar flare activity or you were in gestation during that period, you can die up to five years uh, faster than the rest of the population. And this is well documented, looking at like a million uh, chart records of people and when they were born. So all these things interact with each other and how we have to, you know, respect the earth and be good stewards of the earth and how our technology is ahead. The EMF inside an electric car, it's like a reverse Faraday cage. And in my opinion, you have four electric motors. You know, why AM radios have trouble working in electric cars is because of those uh, EMF fields coming out of these electric motors. And they cause that. What's that EMF doing to our bodies? We don't fully understand. And nobody's really spending a lot of money trying to research this and find out. You see all these young people with these high-frequency little earbuds, as we heard from Professor John Howard from uh, New Jersey of Electromagnetic Technologies, who studies this stuff and has a grave concern and thinks that there should be warning labels on some of these things because our technology sometimes is ahead of our biology and what we're going to hear in the next few years we don't really know what you know the answer is and of course there's always lobbyists and conflicts of interest and then but eventually the truth will always come out and that's why we always like to get the truth out on abc and keep people thinking and keep their minds open about how our technology is sometimes ahead of our biology and we have to just uh now you know, uh, really dr it. peter uh, we, we talked about uh, aspartame was dangerous, uh, came out a few weeks ago, and, and now it's uh, uh, saccharin this week. And there's friends of mine, they walk around and say, uh, oh, this one, they're guaranteed it's natural, it's okay. Is there any natural sugar that's okay? Uh, that's, uh, 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 but sugar in general is not good. Tell us what you know. Yeah, well, well, if you look at the glycemic index, of different things, you'll find that something, for example, like agave nectar, which is a natural uh, substance, agave nectar happens to have a very, very low glycemic index. So if you look, if you look at some of the other things that are uh, utilized in our food products, for example, high fructose corn syrup has a very, very, very high glycemic index. So it's important to study. For example, white sugar has a, a glycemic index of 68 out of 100. Corn syrup, 90. Agave nectar, only 10. Honey, for example, is only 55. Maple syrup is only 54. And molasses so, of so the worst one is the, the, the worst one was uh, the... Uh, corn syrup. Corn yeah, syrup. Yeah, which they've been putting in our food because it's been cheaper and they've been killing people. Right, right. But you can actually you can actually find, for example, there are ketchups, organic ketchups they call them, that are made with just regular sugar. You can find them. I would uh, uh, in this country because we have a problem with obesity, visceral fat, metabolic syndrome. Basically, that belly fat has a mind of its own, and it causes havoc, high blood pressure, cholesterol problems, diabetes, and that is fed directly by the high fructose corn syrup. Because when your body sees that, it says. I don't need to go after the fat cells and try to break it down. That's why our intermittent fasting works so well, because after about 12 to 14 hours, our body doesn't have any high fructose corn syrup or a lot of sugar around or doesn't see insulin. Then it starts saying, you know what? I'm going to start breaking down some of that fat and converting it into ketones and energy to feed our brain and get through the day. And that's how that works and that mechanism. So those are the 
glycemic indexes that people have to really watch out for. But agave nectar, natural agave nectar, has a very low glycemic index. It's quite sweet. I put it in my chamomile tea. I put it in my green tea. And it tastes great. So that's an alternative for people, but they need the knowledge. And that's why they have to listen to WABC to learn these things, because we do a deep dive and try to find out the truth and get it out to the people. Gotcha. Well, Dr. Peter Mihalos, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Have a great Fourth of July weekend, and we'll catch up again real soon. Thanks, John, for always getting the truth out, and happy birthday, America.